0: Guys, this is uh Nick Click here from Optimistic Realist MD. I'm here solo today so Dr. Lou is not with us but um all three of us will meet again once this uh lovely isolation quarantine is finally over. Uh so this is my sister, Christy Link, or, uh Christie Patillo as you should say cuz she recently <laughs> got married. So congratulations on that once again. Thank you. Um and we have Christy here because last episode Dr. Lou and I were speaking about, you know, exercise how much is too much um too much stress on the body especially like you know what's going on now everyone's stressed out with this whole you know coronavirus you think it's like there's clouds of it everywhere and it's like it's you know everyone's vulnerable so exercise is a really good thing to not only ease the stress but also keep the immune system nice and like you know working prime so before we get into that um just you know first if you want to share how you got into the fitness industry you got tons of certification so if you want to just you know Share your expertise and why, like your opinion matters. And there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it matters because I say so. Yeah. Um, I've been in the fitness industry as a profession for about twelve years, but I've been working out. I mean, I can't remember a time in my life where I wasn't active or not working out. Um, physically, being in a gym, uh, probably in high school, once I was able to drive, uh, going to ballets. But I was always active, dance, gymnastics the uh, sports little league basketball and i remember asking my gym teachers in high school to like show me some things with weights because at that time no one really did it anyway in high school or middle school and never mind girls lifting any types of weight so there was really nothing accessible at that point once i was able to drive i think i would just and nick and i would go together to the valleys on route 46 in clifton um and just do whatever I thought was right. I never had any guidance, but like I said, it was always part of my life, so I thankfully can say I don't remember a part of my life where I was really inactive, which is you know nice um, to be able to say that. Um, I first started teaching yoga. I got my yoga, yoga certification, um, my E-R-Y-T, which is an experienced registered yoga teacher at the 200 level. I also have a yin yoga certification um, and a restorative yoga certification. So those are just different uh, kind of angles of yoga. I got into CrossFit through someone I was dating at the time. And one, one another of the opening a gym. The gym's been open. I own the Hoboken location solely now, and it's been open for seven years. Um, first location, which my partner owns now, has been going, it's going on 10 years. Uh, so we, we're kind of the first CrossFits to open up when CrossFit became a little popular. So I have my CrossFit level one, I have CrossFit mobility, CrossFit kids. I was, I was gonna make a list of my certifications. And I forgot to do that. Definitely something that I've learned in this industry is that it doesn't matter how many certifications you have, I can have, give you a list of 30 things that I might have, but if I can't translate it to you, then they're not really worth anything. So some of the best teachers out there necessarily don't have all the certifications, on the opposite side, some of the worst teachers out there have all the certifications. So it really comes down to. Let me,
0: really- let me just jump in there. Like I have to say that, um, uh, like particularly you're a CrossFit gym. I mean the coaches are great. Um, everyone's always watching the form, and there's like you and I would always speak. It's so easy to open up a CrossFit gym that so many people do it, and they they have these certifications, but they're not watching like technique and the mechanics of people, and like it's people are getting hurt, and that's why you know some people have a negative connotation with CrossFit because of that, part. It's like you said, like, you know, we even have some coaches who just have a single certification and they're amazing. And that's why there's really low injury rate at your gym. So it's an yeah. excellent point. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, and I don't necessarily agree with um, the CrossFit methodology, of being able to open a gym uh, just on a certification of a weekend. But, <laughs> um, and unfortunately that's, that is how CrossFit gets a bad rep because you have people who aren't highly skilled teaching people how to put really thing, really heavy things over their head and move these heavy loads and they're doing it improperly, and unfortunately, they're getting hurt. So CrossFit does get a bad rep in that sense. Um, I'm grateful to have a team of super passionate, talented teachers. Like, they are teachers and good – I would say almost all of us are OCD <laughs> when it comes yeah. to yeah. – um, which I'm very grateful for. You know, we take it very seriously. Um, and our, our athletes know that and we do have a you know a very low injury rate and i mean with anything there's risk of injury you know um yeah. most of i would say it's overuse you know people doing a little too much about re- not resting enough
0: so you and i both have autoimmune diseases uh, we found out and uh, well we both have thyroid issues and you do they they they're they're watching your pituitary as well right I remember you telling me last time we spoke?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, this is the whole weird gray area that you and I were talking about it that I don't know needs to be watched or
0: yeah, yeah. So we have like similar conditions going on that we both suffer from um hypothyroid. Has working out helped you in that aspect and dealing with your condition?
1: So I me personally, I think that working out too much kind of exacerbated my conditions. Um when I first got into CrossFit, I worked out very hard all the time. Nobody really knew about balancing your intensity loads. We were just all excited about this new type of workout, and we would just, you know, work out two, three times a day. Um, so my hair started falling out, so, which brought me to uh, an endocrinologist to get tested. So it turns out there was nothing wrong. Uh, well, I had alopecia, which was not associated with my thyroid, but because I went to the endocrinologist, they found out I had Hashimoto's as well. Uh, my hair grew back, and then a, literally a year ago, fell out again. Uh, since then, it's been better, but I think at that point in my life, I had uh, a lot of stressors um, in my life, in my home life, uh, and then I was adding too much physically at the gym. So I think at that time, with something that it brought it out, I still have like tiny spots of alopecia, but not to the extent that it was at. Um, and I could have had the thyroid forever. I don't know because I was never really that symptomatic, so I don't know how long I had that. But luckily, I went and got tested because of my hair and found out I had the Hashimoto. So in my situation, I think it made it worse, <laughs> or it might have even brought it out.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's let's jump right into that then, and, um, and we'll get back to the other points before. But so, how much do you think is? I mean, you know me too. It's hard for me to like take a rest day, and I was like working out two, three times a day too. And like, like even now with all this time, it's like my workout is a part of my routine and it's, I probably shouldn't, but like, you know, today I just did a workout, but it was a light workout because I was sore, but it's like, I still feel like I need to do something, you know, Um, but it's just like, in your opinion, you know, how much, especially now do you think would be the ideal amount of time to work out, you know, boost the immune system, relieve stress? Intensity levels days a week what do you think
1: Well I think I'm going to start off by saying that it's going to be really case specific and it takes i think it's really important for everyone to evaluate the overall stress level right now moving is is very good, but I feel like a lot of us have a lot of this nervous energy because of the space that we're in right now it's you know for everyone it's very uncertain um, it's obviously a high stress situation so And we have some more time. So I think the first thing people want to go to is, like, five workouts a day, right, because they have this energy and they have time and they want to work out. I don't necessarily think that's the best thing to do because I think you're handling – people might be handling the stress um, in not exactly – you know, not in the best way they could. Yes, it's good to get your workout in, but it's also good to turn down a little bit. Find something that's a little slower. Read a book. Go for a walk. Meditate. Mm -hmm because you need to tap into your parasympathetic nervous system and you can't just live in the sympathetic. And because of this high, high, high stress environment that we're living in, it's very easy for us to just be on edge and be in that sympathetic all the time. And then we add more workouts to it and we're just living here. Right. And, um, you know, Nick, as a science guy, you guys know you can't sustain in that, in that state. So really have to try to ourselves down a little bit now to balance that out yes working out is okay one time one time a day is definitely enough right if you can go seven days a week fine because also your workouts might be different now you know if you were used to lifting heavy weight a lot of us only have maybe a dumbbell or a kettlebell to work with now maybe you can work out seven days a week you know maybe at the gym you couldn't because your workouts change a little bit so i think it's very important to um evaluate your situation what's your you know the stressors in the world. What's your stress life at home? Are you homeschooling now? You know, are your kids home more? Is that stressful? Is your spouse home more? Is that stressful? You know, no r- right, or wrong answer, but just be aware of what other stressors you're dealing with right now, and try to look at that as a whole, um, and don't add too much more workout stress than like once a day. You know, and I'm just trying to balancing those energies and the stress levels.
0: No, it's a good point, and um, another two thing you're talking about too is like living in this sympathetic state all the time and even now like i've been noticed with my workouts like i mean i'm dealing with the situation pretty good i'm just taking i'm i'm really like doing what i can you know that's all i'm trying not to stress about what i hear on the news or just watching you but you know i'm still a little higher strung than usual and i notice even my workouts like my heart rate gets higher quicker because of that so i just really i mean you taught me a lot too i just i just slow down like there's no like you know i just focus on form like you know focus on my reps and like i really don't do anything over 25 minutes because um like we said that uh sympathetic nervous system anything over that your body starts pumping out cortisol which i mean you guys have probably heard it's the stress hormone that we don't want and you actually start burning through your muscle to use make energy and then after that point especially with crossfit at the high intensity it's kind of productive. so um no i definitely agree and yeah, I think slowing down is the biggest key too. Like, like I mean, uh, of course it is high intense, but it's like, you don't need to kill yourself every day. And like, I mean, and you seem to walking. like I've been trying to walk every day, just to get out, get some fresh air, especially you have, in, uh, you know, um, an area where it's not highly populated, you know, or you can wear a mask, you know, do that. So, and then also meditation we were speaking about, Um, I just recently started that about a year and a half ago. And just like, I can't, I don't leave my house before I meditate, especially now. It's just like it's just it's I'll work out, shower and then meditate and it's just that that like, you know, what's the word i over? Like that not anxiety, but that like, you know, but like you know, you get like more pumped up after a workout and then just the meditation just, you know, puts everything back down and and I'm trying to get Doctor Lu to meditate, but he says he meditates when he does dishes. So <laughs> But it's really yeah, it's just yeah, but it's just about like you know really being present. Like I, I just sit down for fifty minutes in my basement, put on like calm music, and focus on my breath, and that's what really helps with me. So I know you actually have a lot more experience with meditation and yoga. So uh, why do you think that's important for people to do? Um,
1: I mean, again, just going back to slowing it down for a second and and taking a time for yourself, focusing on your breath, which is one of the easiest things to elicit that parasympathetic state is just taking deep breaths and it could be done anywhere right you don't have to sit in a meditation room to do that i think when people think of meditating they think of this like buddha type figure and like you know um lengths can be different every day it could be different you know how you feel um guided ones i think are really good for people who are just starting because it gives you something to listen to um not and just not putting pressure on yourself to think that you're just going to sit down and all of a sudden stop thinking for 20 minutes because that's not going to happen either. It is a practice. But the benefits are, I mean, they go on and on. Like, you know, sleep, stress, you know, confidence, just, you know, it's, I mean, it can't even, the list goes on and on about how, how good it could be for you um, and your mind and, and quieting down and you, your reactions to people, your reactions to life, mm-hmm. handle things. Um, it's just about being... It's, it's being in the moment and observing what's happening so that when you're outside of that moment You're more aware of everything of your body of your mind. of your reactions of the outside world? And so instead of just you know making a hasty decision and maybe flying off the handle You're able to take a second and maybe take a different approach that in the end Benefits you more and causes you less stress. So it's really just learning about yourself Which is can be scary, you know, like I
0: mean, well, I think I, I mean, I've seen so many like things posted on this, but like, this is the perfect time for you to learn more about yourself with all this extra time you have in your hands. And like, I really feel like I was anxious like the first couple of weeks. And then I just started like, you know, like walking for four miles. Like that was meditative to me because it was just like, you know, like focusing on that. And then it's, I feel like I got to know myself at a deeper level. And like what you were saying too, about getting in stressful situations, like when I started meditating, I realized even at work, like if I would get observed by my supervisor, I would get that anxious feeling, but I wouldn't react to it. I would just be like, oh, that's normal, but like, you know, I got this, and it was amazing how quick I was able to get over it and I really attribute that to meditation. Even my students were like, Mr. Link, you're vibing really differently this year than I had last year, and it's yeah. really because of that. I just, you know... It helps you not sweat the small stuff, make the best of a situation any way you can, and like let go of what you can't control. And I really, I really attributed that all to meditation. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So you you're big into yoga. Uh, are there any kind of meditative aspects with yoga that are beneficial? Do you think that people should? Yeah. So you, yoga is
1: pretty much like moving meditation. Yeah. If you want to think that. So essentially. Instead of sitting in place, you're breathing throughout this um, sequence of movements, right? And then carefully patterned sequence of movements that kind of flow together. So they, they feel natural. It's a, it's, a, it's a slower pace of uh, a class or practice. And the idea is to make your breath follow the movement. So you're, again, you're still focusing on your breath. And here you get the benefit of of moving your body, you know, using your muscles, bringing the joints to full range of motion. So you get just a little, a much more physical benefit as far as like your joints and your muscles go in the yoga practice. But essentially, it, it's a movement meditation.
0: You yeah. know? So I always yell at myself that I should get into yoga and I never do. But one um, of the few classes, like, what was that?
1: Everyone should, to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, the few classes that I took of you, like, I just remember, like, the whole focusing on the breath. That was, to me, the best part, you know. But I think every time I took your classes when I was injured and, like, I was hurting during the moves. So I kind of liked it. But, uh, um, yes. Yeah, so, okay, good. Um, so how often do you work out?
1: Um, I would say right now maybe maybe like five or six. My workouts are much less intense right now, just because it's kind of had the mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I might even be more towards six you know, now, because like I said, I'm just kind of moving a little slower, um, just because, like I said, that's kind of where my head's at right now. Yeah. Um, so, and That's just me trying to balance my overall stressor. So, um, you know, I'm tuning my workouts down a little bit, so I'm able to work out more, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if I was just normal life, I'm probably about five, five days, five days a week on average, um, and that works for me. And and you know everybody's different. The a good way to think about it is that everybody, everybody's a glass. Right? I'm not gonna have two. I got one. <laughs> so, um, and and this is not like a half full, half empty type uh, comparison. It's just everybody's glass is a different size, so everybody has. A capacity to a work capacity and an overall load and stress capacity everyone's glass is different so I might hit that in this glass someone else might have more space and they have bigger more room in their glass So someone else might be able to work out six seven days a week and be fine yeah. so I think you really have to pay attention to yourself and pay attention to how your body feels are you getting injured all the time you shouldn't be getting injured all the time are you you know, feeling totally like you got hit by a truck after your workouts. You shouldn't be feeling like you got hit by a truck after your workouts. So, you know, evaluate what you're doing, how you're feeling. Average, the average person, you know, we're working out so we're healthy and we're fit and we can do things with our kids and we can, you know, function in life, you know, unless we're talking about the really elite competitive people. You know, most of us just should should just feel good. So if you're if you're not feeling good from your workouts, like if you're feeling like they're crushing you too much, I think it's important to reevaluate. You know what you're doing. Um, like I said, everyone's going to be a little bit different. Some people can handle a higher load, and there's no underlying issues. So go for it. You know, people. There's a handful of people at the gym who deal with other types of autoimmune. And we've had this discussion too. You know, just balancing that overall stress load. You know, maybe seven days a week is too much for you. Maybe, you know, just kind of reevaluate the intensity that you're bringing into your workouts. Mm -hmm. Working out every day is not bad, but just regulating your intensity level. Working out every day at a level 10, probably not the best idea, you know.
0: You and I I were talking two days ago. But I was saying how, like, like my workouts, again, become my schedule. And it's almost, like, therapeutic for me you know, cause you just feel better afterwards, but the intensity is way down. I go slow. Like I thought it would have taken me like 10 few minutes, taking me like 25 minutes. i you know? not using the weights more. Um, I think I stopped using heavy weights, um, about like a year and a half ago. I and mean, you know, I, I lost a lot of weight, but it's because I wasn't lifting heavy and I didn't need to eat more food to sustain that. But my joints feel so much better. And just working out at a I would say like I'm like a moderate intensity now. I'm like taking like I'll take like like forty second rest between rounds just because like I'm catching my my breath and I don't mind it. I feel better. Like I don't hurt. I'm not like feel like death the next day. And that's why I'm able to do it every day. And I'm just like I don't need. I didn't need to be working out at that intensity to be getting a benefit. You know. So um, I think it's a good thing to, for some people maybe slow down a couple of times and then you could use it every day you know? so yeah. yeah
1: yeah
0: because you remember me when i first started crossing i was just trying to go through everything super fast and the form sucked and it was just like yeah. you know and yeah. now i'm slow and just, everything's strict and i even i just i, I feel like i still feel strong i lost like over 10 pounds you know so it's yeah i agree with you
1: so yeah you just gotta find out what works like yeah never- did everybody be lifting weights yes they should how much depends on you like my mm-hmm. mom lifts weights she's 72 or one
0: yes yeah, 71.
1: is she lifting 200 pounds no but she's lifting weights you know she's she's putting an external load on her body which is going to help her like it's going to help her muscles it's going to help her bones you know mm-hmm. also she's practicing jo- uh, movements that bring your joints to a full range of motion really important because the good old saying if you don't use it you lose it is 100 percent true um especially in your body and it doesn't just uh pertain to your muscles it it pertains to your your range of motion in your joints right so if you if you don't do this for a long enough time your body will create scar tissue where you can't do that anymore it's, it's a it's a it's an energy conservation you know your body's super body is very smart so yeah the less you take your joints to the floor mate Full range of motion. The less you will be able to as you get older, because your body loses, you your ligaments lose that water content and they get tighter. So, right, if you're not constantly squatting, right, bending your knee to full range of motion, closing your hip all the way, you're not going to be able to do it. In you know, as time goes on. So, if you want to be able to move just in life when you're like 80, 90. You know, moving right now is very important. Weightlifting, taking your joints to full range of motion. Um, yoga, right, that's one thing that intrigued me so much about yoga is that you literally move in all these places that you never thought you could move to just open your mm-hmm. joints up.
0: Um, I was just saying, like, I, it's like, uh, like going through the full range of motion, like I'm still, I think most of my workouts are around compound movements. I don't really like, you know, I don't do any isolation, like, like curls or tricep extensions. And I think, um, I feel like those are the best, one, because that's mimicking how your body naturally moves. And two, reason why you're able to handle more weight. So it's going to be, you know, more beneficial. So what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they mimic how you move in life, right? Yeah. Never. It's yeah. a time and a place for everything. Are bodybuilding movements awesome? Yeah, they're awesome. You know, they're not. I'm not saying don't do them, but if you're thinking about, you know, creating a body that is more functional just in life, the compound movements mimic those, right? You know, mm. you're never just going to go like this in real life. Are you going to put <laughs> shelf yeah probably you know so you know depending on what your goal is like i said nothing against bodybuilding at all and most the few people who i know are into bodybuilding also practice compound movements as well um because they mimic what you do you know squatting sitting on a toilet you know it's <laughs> the best you know um but yeah compound movements again for that joint mobility and just mimicking things we do in life, you know, picking something off the floor, a deadlift, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you know how to properly perform a barbell deadlift, you're most likely not going to hurt yourself when you're picking up something heavy off the ground in your house, right? Have you, if you don't know proper deadlift form, you have risk, you know, picking up that heavy bag with bad form and then, you know, yeah. potentially hurting yourself.
0: Yeah, it's usually those silly things that cause like, people to slip a disc and not something I like because you're just not thinking about the movement and so yeah. excellent point, point. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about just because Dr. Lou and I were talking about it. Well he started intermittent fasting, I think, over a year ago. And I
1: don't
0: know about you, but like the first couple of weeks I was just like bored eating all the time and I'm just like, Well, I gotta stop I like chocolate chocolate. So I was like Um, so I was like, you know what, let me try intermittent fasting again because I think I did it. I think you and I both did it when it first came Like when you guys first opened one, it wasn't really a big thing. Remember the whole paleo and the fasting came out?
1: It's like more popular, I would say, now than it was when we oh, Paleo was a big thing, you know, like 10 years yeah. ago or something. Yeah.
0: So I tried it back then when cross, like when I first started cross-fitting when you guys opened a gym. And I stopped doing it because it was affecting my workouts because I wanted to be intense, you know? And now that, like, you know, my workouts are just just workouts for me to keep moving you know i don't really care about the intensity um i tried it again so i'm doing like it's like i would say like an 18 19 hour fast i'm doing you know I've just been skipping breakfast went black the black coffee and i noticed like a huge change in like the way like i could thinking clear. you know and it's I, and i haven't really lost much weight because i just probably eat more for lunch and dinner now you know um have you experienced have you like, Try intermittent fasting and like experience them, I experience you Think,
1: yeah. So um I kind of did it inadvertently. That I was just not that hungry till like eleven thirty, twelve sometimes. So I didn't necessarily have like that hour window where I calculated it. But there was definitely times where I didn't eat till 12 to 12.30, just because I wasn't hungry. But I recently actually changed because I realized I really wasn't getting enough food in throughout the day because I would eat two meals and they weren't that big of meals so i kind of i actually sat with a, a nutritionist and um and kind of went over what numbers i would should be hitting just you know just to maintain not cuz i have like any kind of crazy goal but what should i be hitting for my body weight and my activity level and i wasn't getting nearly enough food in uh, and especially protein so after that i i kind of changed back to just the three three meals a day
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i noticed a big difference changing to that. And not, not that I felt bad intermittent fasting, but I felt better going to three meals a day because I think I was getting more food in and I was proportioning them out better. Um, so for me, once I changed, I kind of I felt a little better energy-wise. But again, everyone, everybody's different, so I think it's important to try stuff. You know, educate yourself, ask the right people, try it out. Again, always evaluate how you feel, whether it's you're, you're, you know, what you're eating or what you're doing as far as moving. You know, just evaluate yourself, see how you feel, and educate yourself instead of find the experts you know, who really know what they're talking about, uh, who, who you take advice from. And you know, just touching back to what we are talking about, um, overdoing it in your workouts can decrease the results that you see also. You know, a, lot of, like, a lot of people work out so hard and they're wondering why they don't have you know, strength gains or they're not losing weight. Because sometimes it's too yeah. much you know it's just it's too much, so and then the opposite, sometimes if you're eating, not eating enough, you're going to eat yeah it, you know, so and it's hard, it's hard to think to think about. I know a couple of um uh, the nutritionists I spoke with, you know, when she meets with people, they can't believe how much she's telling them to eat, but you know, yeah. some eat more sometimes in order to maintain or if you want to lose any of the right things, of course.
0: But well, that's the thing—the quality, of the calories you're taking in. I mean, like, um, it's—we it, know now that it's not calories in, calories out. It's the quality of food that you're eating. Um, but yeah, it's—it's it's interesting fact that like when people eat more, sometimes they actually start to lose weight. You know, I was just doing it because I was like, literally, like eating chocolate with my coffee, like every single morning. I'm like, oh my god, it's okay. <laughs> so good. So, see if you get a little self-control back. But um, yes. Yeah, so, well, thank you. All right. Um. I'll obviously be in touch and yeah, that's about it.
1: Thanks.
0: All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.